Hello, everybody. What up, potty people? What's up? What's going on? Happy Thursday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, happy yeah. Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, happy Saturday. Any other day of the week, if you're listening to this any other day of the week. Happy whatever day it is, folks. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, it is Curtis and Ryan. Ryan for, and Curtis. For the... Let's have a drink podcast, where we have a drink together nice. and we chat about things that we like. Swapped it up a bit this week. Guys, it's opposite day. It's all right. Yeah. Um, we hope everyone's having a really good day today. Um, the two of us had okay days as of recording this. Long, long day. Long, today. long days. My like computer. the work day felt fast, but the day overall, I just kind of ready for it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. My computer decided to poop out on me, so I'd upgrade that part. Um, a lot of a lot of work stuff involved there too. Yeah. Um. I had a, we- I mean, the wedding yesterday really slowed me down mentally today. Yes, yeah, you went to your cousin's wedding yesterday. I had to work, so I was here. Yeah. Um, so shout out to uh, to my cousin Olivia and her new husband Michael. Yeah, congrats, Olivia and guys. Michael Newman. It was a beautiful wedding, absolutely gorgeous. Um, very simple, like very like I I I did picture like a wedding that that had the stuff that they had. I would have expected, you know, if she could have gone above and beyond she totally would have like there's so many things i knew she wanted to add but yeah. for for the simple sakes of of covid and everything i think she toned yeah. it down but what they had was very cute love that very pretty love that yeah um, so that was a good time a biatch with plans so. yeah no, i'm glad good. they were still able to um have a day that felt really special to them honestly it uh it was beautiful it was gorgeous they missed the rain in their ceremony just by a smidge which was so yeah. much better yeah and i'm sure they were not obviously you know raining on your wedding day it's whatever but it's actually good luck if it rains on your wedding day interesting it is there you go well, there yeah. you go. But I'm glad I didn't ruin the ceremony. Oh, my God. We were all thinking about it. People felt drops during the ceremony. Everyone's starting to duck out of oh, the way. Like, I can literally, only imagine. Well, I mean, even we looked up. There's also a bunch of seagulls in the sky. They were about to attack us. Oh, my like, God. Like, it was crazy how many seagulls there were. But it's even like a, a bunch of people movie. after at the reception said, you know what? We felt a couple of drops of rain. I didn't feel anything. So I was like, how about you stop being so dramatic and just shut up and not make this day about you? Yep. Well, I was like, I mean, if it rained, it kind of sucks for them. Too. I almost got wet. Well, did you? No. No, then it's all shut it's up. about their wedding. Nobody wants it like, to rain during the ceremony. It was outside, no, I'm sure. But I'm ceremony. just saying like the guests. I was like, it didn't actually rain on you. Then stop talking about True. it. True. Anyways, um, so shout outs to them. Shout outs to uh, my Friesen fam. Uh, loved seeing everybody. Uh, I was going to talk about them a little bit. Um, yeah. But we have a beer to review. We do have a beer to review. And a cat to... A cat, the cat is biting your... Oh, he was giving me kisses and now it's turned bad. Oh, no, he's... He always but, does that. See? Hey, ow! <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. Okay, oh, sorry. Ryan, push sorry. him off the couch. Get him out of here. There we go. This week, guys, we have a wonderful new beer from Henderson Brewing Company. Yep. Um, it is a salted lime ghost, which... Uh, it is. It is a salted lime ghost. I feel like I've... Push him off. I can't. He's like hooked into my sweatshirt, so I don't oh, want to no. like hurt him. See, now he's just playing. He just wants to play. And you... you was That was all you. That was all you I know. Doing. I kind of wrote myself into this, didn't I? <laughs> oh, no. It's a good thing that he's super cute, even when he's just like attacking yeah. your hand. I feel like the sweater is going to be uh, deceased by the time he's done with it. Yeah, you might want to try to avoid that. I mean, eh. eh. I only Anywho, wear it at home anyway. Okay, now. well, we still. Anyways, sorry, we're getting so off topic. Well, okay. Ow. 
Ow, sorry. See, we're we having gotta, an emergency. I'm just gonna sip it off. Yeah, we should probably like well get him off your sweater in the first place. Is he, That's no? fine. He can he can he can live with it. Is He's it taking the arm hostage. Uh, it's an older sweater. Okay, that's fine. Then I understand. I, I only like, wear it at home anymore. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. So it's a salted lime ghost. I'm super excited for it. I feel like I've definitely seen the packaging at the LCBO before. Um, so it's going to be really, really nice to be able to, don't you dare, Bubba, um, have a sip of it now. Yeah. You're a big fan of ghosts beers there they do they do tie along to like the sour line um i like them a lot too to be honest but we don't see them as often as we probably would love uh, would like to be honest okay i don't know if maybe so we do have ice because it wasn't like super cold when we brought it out Mm -hmm. so i think it has diluted a little bit where i'm taking a sip because we take forever to get things started here um but i definitely feel like it's not as like sharply tart Mm -hmm. uh probably because it's more of like a salted lime as opposed to like a full-on citrus definitely i think that's where you would get the the compliment. I like that. I like that a lot. Very distinct. Oh, lime. it's coming through more. It was definitely diluted. However, yes, it's still a much smoother lime flavor. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. It's a good ghost. It's it's definitely a ghost versus a sour. You can kind of tell their differences. Oh, yeah. yeah. I understand brewing really never like disappoints. Like truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly we had a couple of their beers in the past and um yeah, you're absolutely correct. I have not been disappointed by it as of yet. They're in Toronto too, which is kinda nice. I wonder if they have a a little like beer garden or something. They probably have some sort of setup going. Most of the places uh, in Toronto do, to be honest. Right, right. Because why wouldn't you want to make money off of a, even if it's a small tap room? Toronto's um, huge for that. Like yeah. people are, like you'll get random people who've never heard of you, like brewing company, you sell beer, I'm in. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we definitely got to do a couple of those this winter even because I love the winter season in Toronto. Oh yeah, and I'm sure, you know, pretty. a lot of the places, again, they'll have um, indoor seating and all that and all that jazz. So yeah, that'll definitely be fun. I want to go to if we actually do make a trip down to excuse me toronto in like the november december season i want to go to the christmas market for sure i've never been me neither um i want to go to some sort of someplace fun to be able to go like oh we you know we walked around we saw everything that was there i mostly the lights um and to be able to enjoy just a nice little little time out honestly any display of christmas light sort of situation in toronto in a park wherever they have them they have them all over Definitely want to go check out this winter. Um, yeah. Never done it before. Yeah. The um, the Simcoe Panorama. I think we drove by it one year. Did we oh. not? Remember, like when you and I did. Hmm. We we went to um like my aunt Mary like with the Bacchus Christmas. Right. And then we I think we said we'll drive through Simcoe and it was just like a big park. I don't know. It's it's the Simcoe Panorama is what we call, it, but it's all just like a big. Like, I believe light show so. Maybe. Um, it's beautiful too. That's, yeah. that's how I always I would like love to. I would love Christmas to hit all the lights. spots. For sure. We got um, time to do it. Salted Lime Ghost. So. Find it in your local uh, LCBO. Yeah. If you're from Ontario. You yeah. Might be able it's got to a find really it. interesting looking You might can. be able to find it in other places in Canada, to be honest. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but this week, guys, we got, uh, we got a little fun episode ahead of us. We are doing we do. a second round of deep conversations. We are. We're yes. going to get so intense. So intense. So many thoughts. Um, we were pulling these questions from a, a good, uh, creator on TikTok. Uh, we found a while back, basically right, yes. it's, it's sort of like your conversation starters, but way more unique, way more like meaningful, intense, meaningful, constructive, constructive. Exactly. There's, yeah. they're not your typical, um, like, uh, conversation starters, icebreakers, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more in depth, which, um, we love because we, we really truly do talk endlessly about everything. Yeah, um, like even just in our own time, just start having conversations about stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I know that sounds very vague, but oh, no, I mean no, specifically no. like we'll think of maybe we'll be talking about something random in our lives and then get on a very, um, you know, specific topic when it comes to kind of like big picture stuff or or uh, things we've experienced and it kind of just snowballs from there. So um, I always like when we do this, obviously, in our free time and I really did enjoy the first time we kind of did fully did this as a segment um, on the podcast. So I'm excited for what questions there are today. Yeah, we we love um, doing this because we do we are tangenty people. Um, tangents are are what sparks way more conversation, way more interesting stuff. Yeah. But um, we we obviously are missing one big thing. It was actually funny. Um, the intro, obviously, we miss it every time. Yeah. But should I explain it after? Yeah, I'll explain it after. Okay. Well, I want some of our new people, if there are a new few new listeners, check out this intro. We know you'll love it. Um, it's not new. It's the same intro we've always had. Okay. Uh, but I do want, I have a little story about the, the creator of this intro. I need, like messaged me and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, so, cool, cool. All right. We have one before the intro. Thank you guys so much again. I don't know. I'm just going off. Yeah. Uh, roll it. Let's have it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome wowie, back. Wowie, 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 wowie. Okay, so anyways, my little story about this about this guy. He wrote this intro. Our good friend Patrick Legato Rouge. Um, he's doing big things on Instagram. He's got big things coming. We love yep. seeing people um, doing what they love. But he was talking to me about. Uh, he was like, he's like, you know, you you don't have to use that intro forever. Like you can ask somebody else to do something for you. Like you can switch it up. And I'm like, the only person I'd ever want to make us an intro is him. Yeah, and he did attempt to make us a new one yeah but we just didn't like any of them because we, we were like, right the like he was time. like he's like, he's like he, i asked him i was like if you have the time you want to try something a little bit more on a different flow here's a flow i'm looking for our thought about and he it's something it was kind of a new flow to him and he was like and then he tried and we were like nah maybe not and i think it was just because we love this one so much yeah and that's uh, so that's so funny of him you don't have to use it forever um we want to sir that's why we asked you to do it for us he laughs he's like he's like kind of it's kind of a staple now huh like it's yeah that's that is yeah. let, let's have a drink yeah vibe. oh 100 percent. yeah 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 I, yeah I love it we could always hear it in our head like, yeah I just um but he's sometimes right. i hear it when you edit and i'm like <laughs> i know i know i know he uh he wrote it uh, or he was doing some more stuff on his instagram he posted a story and he yeah. he shared it to me his own story it was like this beat line reminded me or the bass line reminded me of like creating the let's have a drink one nice. it was actually really funky i was like oh nice. i kind of Maybe we could switch it up and like, do something that. on that beat. So I might uh, message him back. But anyways, shout outs to, to Legato Rouge. Uh, absolutely talented musician. Um, but we're back in it, guys. We are. Um, we are doing Deep Conversations. We are. Um, a segment we, we kind of started last season, but we really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And it's kind of nice that we've been away from it for a while and are doing it again rather than like so many. Because mm-hmm. I think with this one too, it's nice to do it on a more occasional basis rather than a regular one like some of the other uh segments that we have um just because it is like deep conversation so like you don't want to kind of overplay that hand and it's nice to be able to kind of like take a break in the midst of a season and kind of say okay we're really gonna like rather than just like loosey-goosey chat about whatever like this we're having a you know constructive conversation yeah the the this kind of segment is is very focused um there there there's a conversation there's a question there's an answer whereas sort of our 
just miscellaneous conversation. It's just, it's like our life updates and just us going back and forth. You are exhausted today. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. When, um, I, when I get on around a yawning, it, it doesn't stop just true. ignore me. True. I do also want to give, uh, give another quick shout out um, to, uh, to HelloFresh. Oh, I know God, they're not yeah. a sponsor. But Tonight's we, meal was so good. But we love them so much. And I wanted to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to my cousin Leah and Paul who have five boys and they also use HelloFresh. Oh, dope. Yeah. They do four meals a week, just like us, mm-hmm. but they have probably, I think they probably do something around like f- four, maybe six servings, uh, but they have like little boys. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so some of them don't eat as much, they can split nicer, them a little yeah. bit more. And they're they're pretty like fit people, so they probably don't have big stomachs to to eat like these giant calorie full uh, d- yeah. dense meals. Um, so I kind of wanted to make that reference because we talked about it and she mm-hmm. and I, like we, we were on the same page of... How amazing HelloFresh is mm-hmm. for one. How I think it's a fun way to get the, their kids kind of exposed to different flavors as well. Exactly. Um, and kind of really, rather than having it be, which is, I mean, I grew up in a lot of just like home cooked starch based meals, but like with the HelloFresh, you can kind of make a bit of a concerted effort to branch out every so often so that they're kind of eating um, a little more like well rounded, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, the meals are definitely uh, for the, the, open-minded folks who want to try new things um they like my leah and and her husband paul they they love food they've always loved uh all sorts of food and their kids are and starting to enjoy all sorts of food now too and i love hearing about that i because we got a lot of food growing up myself like i did i tried a lot of stuff but then at some point we didn't there wasn't much more to try and my Mm -hmm. mom like just cooked whatever she could think of uh, so she she didn't go super out of her comfort zone. She tried new recipes, well, especially when she's needed to she cook tried, for that many people. Right? She just tried to like uh, spice up a recipe she already knew. So yeah, it wasn't, you know what I mean. Which is totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my um, family did that a lot too. So she was saying how like the their her boys are eating salmon stuff, which I think is great. Like they're young, um, and getting them started at yeah. that young age is really cool. Yeah. But it uh, just sure. goes to show, I mean, how versatile how versatile this HelloFresh uh, system is. We love it. Um, very uh, very well priced. Like yep. for a lot of different scenarios. Um, I love how we still spend at least like two to three minutes talking about it when we are nowhere near sponsored. Oh, no. Like that's how much we actually really love talking we, about it. We love it. them. And I would love for any of their uh, representatives to to reach out to us because. Like yo, 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 yo. The best folks. If you if you guys know anybody who's connected to that, probably not. Just, mm-hmm. you know, send them, send them yeah. this episode. Um, but yeah, wonderful, wonderful product. Absolutely. Uh, but back onto it, deep conversations. Yes. All right. Yeah. Why don't we just jump right into it? All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna because I've been talking a lot. I'm gonna let you talk about the first one. The first question is: What conspiracy theory makes the most sense to you? Oh God, there's so many. Or I guess I, I kind of worded it or thought about wording it in like, what conspiracy theory do you believe in the most? What's what seems the most like logically that there's no way that's a conspiracy theory kind of thing, if there is one. Le- what, wait, what do you mean? There's no way that's a conspiracy theory. Well, like aliens is a con- conspiracy theory, but I'm firmly believe that there's 100% aliens. There's Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ghosts too, conspiracy theory. Like very vague, very like very big. It's not really a conspiracy theory for ghosts. I guess, it's just okay. whether you believe in, in spirits or the afterlife or not. Okay, sure, sure. Um, but I guess aliens is the Aliens would one. definitely be one of them because there's like a huge cover-up involved. Um, gosh... Gosh, gosh, gosh. I definitely feel like um, there is something fishy with Mar- Marilyn Monroe's death. And there's a lot of like theories surrounding that. Um, also, Tupac and Biggie's death, too, you always talk about. Um, no, is that sort of a conspiracy no, theory? Well, like, yes, but I don't necessarily believe the conspiracy theories of like, oh, like, 
you know, they're really alive just off somewhere else and they fake their death. No, like I, I think it got solved, but because not enough people cared to actually solve it and just wanted to avoid getting sued by, uh, by Biggie's mom. Um, and they completely tanked the investigation that was on its way to solving what happened. And most of the people who could have been brought to justice are like dead now, um, that it's not ever going to be officially solved. Right. I'm actually going to look up some popular conspiracy theories because I don't think I have a good idea of what a conspiracy theory is. I have a complicated relationship with conspiracy theories because there's certain ones that I think um, have had such a a movement behind them that they just do more damage than um, just kind of maybe opening people's minds to different things in life. And then I find a lot of them too is people take a conspiracy theory, but like the real answer that I might... be more sub- uh, willing to subscribe to it's just like a simplified alternative to what the theory has like been blown up to uh mm. to be um so yeah i find it all just depends on which one it is have you had any luck so far so the first i i let's just looked up you know most popular conspiracy theories yep um some of these might get pretty intense but that's kind of the point of this segment yep. so the first one i read is literally myths about the holocaust um mainly the conspiracy theory that some people believe like swaths is the word swaths of the population that believe it didn't happen so it's it, it was a running thing i think in the aftermath of a lot of groups that um, or they believe the death toll was enormously inflated sure. i believe is probably under reported however you think so i would think so um i think that there was probably the in the aftermath of everything there probably wasn't proper ids on things um yeah no there's like documentaries and stuff on um how like uh there was like legal ballot battles about it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a very intense and serious topic, and it was something that has still left a giant imprint on the world. Of course, um, and a lot of people have been affected by it. Um, ones like th- those are ones that I mean that are not constructive and very harmful, um, and For prone sure. to spreading misinformation, and can be used by groups um, with maybe ulterior motives to kind of be a gateway into other more dangerous things. Um, I would say the same thing for like flat earthers and stuff like that. Oh, hundred percent. It's just it's bananas. It is. So I, yeah, I totally, stuff like I, that. I'd be like, I oh, totally see where you're coming from because gonna... in, in the time in that time period, there was definitely not enough, um, you know, people in in the way of things, and which meant that a lot of things just got swept under the rug and nobody thought about it. So this like hit like who knows how much Hitler did before things got crazy and like known to more people. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like you're saying is like you're, that was probably under, under tallied. I think, um, I, not even that. I think it's not even like a predating thing. I just think probably in the chaos of things like camps being shut right, down okay. and who knows what else might've happened in smaller right. towns and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, but anyways, so the next one is, uh, the CIA had a hand in JFK's assassination. Um, says there's Leah. multiple different theories um i don't necessarily think that the government assassinated its own president um yeah. if it were true that would uh that would shake things up a bit do i think that there is maybe some strange physics going on sure yeah uh so lee harvey also was arrested on november 20 22nd 963 for arresting uh jfk uh that same day in dallas texas 
Yeah. Uh, two days later, while being transported to a local jail, Oswald yeah, was shot and killed by Jack Ruby, a Texas nightclub owner. Yep. The shocking set of events was ripe for conspiracies uh, from the start. Not only was a handsome, popular president fatally shot in broad daylight, the accused assassin was killed days later, inviting speculation about uh, about a cover-up. As and, like, know. literally in a police station parking garage. Yeah. Um, that's the part of it that I don't get, is, his, is uh, Oswald's assassination. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you might have – like, if, if you're on one side of the – the the fence of like you know pol- politics and you yeah. are like you're you're a complete JFK yeah. supporter and then somebody just outright kills JFK yeah. obviously you're gonna want to you know take revenge on that guy mm-hmm. uh, so I mean whether he was killed yeah but by think a about how many other assassinations of beloved people and like the people who assassinated yeah. them have never the, oh yeah this okay. you know, once they've been in custody you know that's never been an issue right it's just a matter of actually getting them charged and sent to jail sure there's never been a worry of them also being targeted now yeah while being transported um yet this is one of the only ones to have had that like at least in as far as uh western culture and one that was you know in north america and one that was highly reported on so right um, the next one being the moon landing was faked, which I always forget. That's one spirit. I, 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 I do actually forget. There was, there's, um, it's funny cause one of the biggest parts of that one, um, is that, um, Stanley Kubrick basically directed the fake moon landing. Oh, that's funny. So in a documentary, so there's a documentary on the shining and like his version of the shining and all of the hidden messages within that movie and all the stuff he, you know, the way he directed it and how it has, it's been analyzed to death. So there's so many different like um, theories of analysis and schools of thought. And, and um, people have said, oh, this is what um, his extra. So underneath the story of the shining that he told Stephen King shining, there's all these other underlying subtextual stories and messages underneath, right? right. Um, stuff having to do with the uh, um, indigenous um, peoples within the area and then, the, the, you know, the um, colonialization and all that kind of stuff. Um, a whole bunch of other slew of things. And one of them is that he sent secret messages through the film that about his like role in the moon landing because the 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 guilt and stress of it all had weighed on him so much. Yeah, it's called it's called Room 237. It's a very long movie. Um but it's a very good one, especially if you love just kind of um the Stanley Kubrick's work, if you love The Shining, if you also love like a- just analysis of film and kind of crazy theories, it's a lot of fun because you hear from a yeah. lot of different people. I think the one part I-, I must have watched something that's sitting in my head that I'm picking up on now is essentially how um, pretty crazy it was in that t- like right in that time period. How there is this ginormous space battle with Russia that America was dealing with. And just like kind of sort of out of nowhere. Well, think about it. They're living it in a happened. time. They're living in a time where they've already harnessed nuclear power yeah, as yeah, a yeah. weapon. It doesn't yeah, take much longer space. from there yeah. to figure. Well, that's what I mean, though, is they've already harnessed nuclear energy and and used you know made an atomic we- weapon. They're eventually going to de- develop the um um the technology to be able to you know do right. that. Right? They've hired scientists for that. Um. You know, I think it's one of those, and it, there's probably the motivation of, you know, uh, national pride and bragging rights and also just the politics of it all. Like, imagine if the Russians had been the first ones to the moon, what that kind of political landscape would have looked like. You know, it right. would have been a big blow. Yeah. Um. So I think it was, there was a lot riding on it and it wasn't lost on anybody, part of the space program. So I'm sure that was an extra motivation of we need to get there first. Yeah. Um. So I skipped a few. <laughs> 
because we'll jump to another question in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is an updated article because the ninth one is COVID-19 as a population control. Conspiracies oh, God, I don't, even want, I don't even want to touch that. Thousand. No? No, I don't even want to touch it. Right, it's so stupid. Bother. But yeah, so that's it. that's usually like, I mean, that's definitely how they go, right? Um, the other one I like skimmed through was like the flat earther part uh, that the earth is actually flat, which is literally that one I don't, I've never been able to wrap my head around that people believe that way because of how much physical science we have yeah to prove it's not yeah like so much science so much science Um, yeah but they'll you know they'll throw their own science at it i think it's funny i saw a uh, video i did i send it to you um it was basically this guy was saying he's like i'm 29 and like the world is so confusing and terrifying because we live in an age where we can look up anything to find the answer to on the internet but the problem is because there is this huge breadth of there's so much information about everything that you are almost guaranteed to find something to confirm an already held yeah. belief rather than challenge what you believe so there's such an increase like um increase in confirmation bias he was like uh and then he made the analogy or uh tested out the theory of like oh like um coffee drinking too much coffee makes you blind yep sure enough there's an article a bunch of articles on like studies being done and then oh but you know they're also like you know drinking caffeine actually betters your eyesight or drinking Mm -hmm. coffee actually betters your eyesight and then yeah he found this article or a couple of these articles all these studies that said like you know Having With you know a certain amount of coffee, you know, actually uh, reduces your risk of glaucoma. He's like, "Am I going to go blind, or am I going to have like better eyesight?" You tell me. So it's one of those situations that we live in a world that is so at risk for like misinformation. Yeah. Um. And and th- literally everybody has an opinion, can get published, and have it on the internet. Now everyone can find all of it. Right. No wonder people can't either are so unsure of what to believe on things or are so rigid in their ways because they they do because again people always say oh well like you know show me proof to um of um to back up your beliefs like to kind of say like oh at least you know it's not just you and your opinion um when it's it comes to certain things like yeah. there's actual like stuff being tested for sure, on it. for sure um but because that's being done for everything for there's all sides a, of it, there they are always going to have proof. Yeah, whether or not certain articles, studies, whatever, have been discredited doesn't matter. It's already out there saying that it exactly. was exactly. Yeah, there's a, definitely a lot of things that are like that. That there's definitely a fifty-fifty fence line. That's like you're either on one or the other, and yeah. it's not. And those aren't really, yeah. I would say, conspiracy theories per se. Yeah, uh, but they're definitely like battles of of the brain that we're all trying to you know work with and you know covid being one of them um but yeah for sure for sure those those are good i definitely think um i've i really love conspiracy theories i think it makes everybody think um Um, to a certain extent i would oh of course of course but i i think it keeps it's one of those things that like i i like them because i'm open-minded to like hearing if somebody like absolutely crazy out of their mind i would love to just be like conspiracies of like the men in black right Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, that's the one thing that's not, and I don't mean like MIB Will Smith movie men in black. I mean like the actual, um, like reports of these mysterious looking men with no super distinguishable features Mm -hmm. in black suits with black hats that seem to always be around, um, whether it be, um, 
extraterrestrial events or other mysterious disappearances or happenings, they always seem to be around for mm-hmm. it. And there's all these conspiracy theories because there's been like sightings of these guys. Um, and there's all these conspiracy theories about them. Like that makes the world seem, you know, different. It does. And that's why I love the like the aliens conspiracy theory because mm-hmm. it seems like the majority of the population yeah. is on the side of, you know, they're probably out there somewhere. Sign there's the you galaxies are too big for things for us to be the well, we only just living a video organ- the other day of like how vast the universe is that are we you, can't possibly are you kidding fathom me? You're, you're, t- you're trying to sit here and tell me that this how how we're vast the only the, planet this the is only living on? organisms the only planet that houses living organisms absolutely bullshit and that means that and we're not saying aliens look like these green guys with big gr- oh, I mean, black yeah, eyes i'm not saying it's, it's a bunch of i'm just saying an alien can, any alien is a living organism on another planet that's extraterrestrial well, that's what to, they mean. The term extraterrestrial is like beyond the our terrestrial plane, our exactly. Earth. Exactly. And that's an alien. So, so literally anything, anything from outside our atmosphere could is extraterrestrial. Could be a worm that is just like our earthworms, but they are uh, they, they take in uh, oxygen differently because oxygen on different planets is Or they different. take in a different gas. Exactly. Exactly it. That's, that's exactly what you have to know is that's got to be real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that, that's, I like that one. That was good stuff. Um, where did I leave off a, um, okay, there it is. What's, this was the one, um, what's a small thing that you judge people about, if anything? Is there like a, a thing that you notice first that you, you could, that you, you find yourself tending to judge people on more? I don't know. And this is, you got to, at the end of the day, be honest. No one's going to be No, no, I honestly, like, I don't get me wrong. Like, there's sometimes where first impressions where I'm like, um, yikes, you know. Um, I just, I don't know that there's any one thing. I think it just depends on the vibe I get from the person. You know what I mean? Like, there's not one consistent thing across Mm -hmm. everybody that always makes me go, no. I guess there is, like, we're definitely those people. We don't judge. There's never, well, I try there's not never, to. there's no, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Try really hard <laughs> I'm human. not to. I we, so will judge. I, I, I find myself lately, I mean, I was, I don't know how I was back then, lately finding myself, it's very hard to judge somebody when I just met them. Yeah. Um, but then people who I've met over time, like, like say, like Janan, for instance, one of my closest friends, I will judge when he says something, I'm like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, I don't know how you believe that way, you know? A little bit of judge, but it's also, like, he's my closest friend, so he's still going to be that at the end of the day. I feel like that's different because you're just disagreeing with him. Right. It's but not that's like you're, that's you're seeing they... somebody, you know, the, that's not really the question asked either. Like, you're coming across somebody that, you know, there's that one thing that um, no matter who the person is, like, if they display that, then you're going to judge them for yeah. it. Actually, one thing right off the bat, like in a recent talk yeah. i do judge people for the 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 not support of vaccines the not support of a like the anti-vax movement people who i know like day-to-day life who i either seen recently or whatever like if they are on the fa- are they on the they're the side of anti-vax i i do judge but i judge uh silently very silently like i'm obviously going to be like i don't care you do you and I'm going to sort of agree with them and just, like, make the conversation. But I do judge for that, for sure, in the back of my head. Uh, do you think you do? Um, I, like, I just, I, it's one of those things where I think um, anger and resentment and, like, conflict can come out of judging where it's a matter of if it's someone who 
has like a valid reason to be concerned about putting it into their body. Sure, I'm going to give them that because that's, you know, I understand. If it's someone who's blatantly doing it just because they don't want to, then yeah, obviously I'm going to kind of be like, is there literally nothing else? Because then otherwise you're putting people um, potentially in danger for no reason. Yeah. Just because you don't want to. You know yeah. what I mean? So And that and that's kind of what I'm saying too, is like there's obviously there could be legit reason mm-hmm. and and all that good stuff, but I think there's a lot of people who just choose not to or they don't have a valid reason. Like some people don't have a valid reason to get the vaccine. Like I've heard it a couple of times too. It's like I've been out, I've done my thing, I have never gotten sick in the last year, two years. Like yeah. the people around me haven't gotten sick, like nothing no reason to get it you know and that's it's see you're already judging you're already doing that thing you do no i just i you want no to talk about it i don't really want to talk about it i understand i know it's touchy i know some of these subjects could be touchy but that's point of deep conversations um and there is no judgment we don't judge the the fans we don't judge the the for our friends obviously um we all love and support every decision everybody around us makes but at the end of the day we have our we have our own opinions too um Kind of a deep. How many alarms do you set in the morning? <laughs> um, so ones that are specifically set to a time, sometimes three or four. How many times I let them go off on a snooze? Uh, multiple each. Yeah. So I, you do the math. <laughs> how many? So how many like straight up like time set alarms do you do you go? Like three or four. Three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah usually then they- in like fifteen minute in- intervals. Um, yeah, so like, let's say I need to get up. Uh, so for example, I worked at eight today, mm-hmm. um, depending on, you know, um, how early you have to get up, how early I have to get up, how much I need to get ready in the morning. Um, so like washing my hair versus just doing like a quick shower, shower. whether you take the bus or if I can give you a ride. Yes, exactly. Yes. So just for example, though, on like a normal day, maybe I have to do anyways. Um, let's say I'm getting up at like six o'clock that morning. Well, I'm going to have like. Maybe like a 5.30 alarm, then a 5.45 alarm, then a 6 alarm. And then maybe a 6.15 if you're feeling like you're not going to be awake. Like I might ha- I might want those yeah. few extra minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate the days that like um, we're so tired that like we snooze. Obviously, we're going to snooze the first couple, but then like we sleep through our, our the snoozed part. So then yeah. it overlaps with the second one and like you snooze the first one. Then the second they overlap because like they're like you miss them, so you you know you're still asleep for a couple minutes, and then at some point they literally are back to back alarms snoozing uh, uh, like on each other. It's oh oh yeah no it's literally you literally like, like you press it sometimes snooze. like a minute or a minute and thirty seconds, and I'm like I literally just went off. What's going on? I know. Sometimes I've had it loop so bad that they've gone off twice at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's chaos i know i didn't even know that was a thing that could happen and it's utter chaos i can't believe people can go and like wake up and be like one alarm not even a snooze no what's up world? i i had a very short period of my life where that was a thing for me mm-hmm. i don't know how people do it anymore mm-hmm. i do i don't i don't trust people who only get up with one alarm and they're like awake and ready to go mm-hmm. and no snooze button nothing yep yep it's crazy i mean some people do it and they have an old alarm clock too. It's like the one that's like a digital, and it's and on like a it's like and a it's black like little thing, and the beeps worst, at you. the worst alarm clock yeah. in the world. I mean, the iPhone alarm is no nothing special, but yeah. Um. Okay. Next up, uh, if you were put in a room with all the people who ever hated you, oh god, what would you ask them? 
Why? Literally what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'd ask probably why and then like um, maybe um, what like- um, I would I would say like, well, why specifically? Just so I can like, you know, conduct myself in a way that because again, too, it would depend on like what made them not like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, is it something more like on a personal basis? That maybe I just didn't notice or fix, or was it something overall about my like behavior or or overall vibe or personality that it's right, like yeah. okay, well I could potentially be isolating other people by you know those things, so I'd want to work on them so that I don't have the same thing repeat with those people. Yeah, do you think you try to seek forgiveness right then and there too? If um, they still hated you, obviously. Well, like if they hated me for like something that was more so on them mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if if the hate wasn't necessarily anything i outwardly did um then i would i wouldn't necessarily feel the need to seek forgiveness i would just possibly try and like get them to understand a different perspective of things and if they don't then that's fine then they can go about their life and i'll go about mine no big yeah, deal yeah um but if it was something i specifically did um that had like just all of a sudden like broke the camel's back one day then obviously yeah, i would seek forgiveness if i wouldn't want someone to continue to hate me because again too depending on when um that person in my life started hating me i'm like well i'm a different person now so yeah no that's that's very true and very fair i think um i'm biased but i think that that room for you would would be quite empty quite there'd be crickets i honestly i don't know you you are the most i couldn't say well loved person i've ever met you know what but a lot of people think that and then sure enough they you know figure you know get confronted one day that it's like no actually all these people really didn't like you Mm -hmm. um okay and uh next up last question uh, how would you describe the stars to a child? These are crazy good oh my questions. Gosh. Is that so crazy? Think about that. See, I think the best way I could ever put it is um, is that there's more out there, so much more out there in the world than what you see beneath you. Mm-hmm. And then you'd kind of say, and then you'd like, like look up. And then they'd be like, you'd date the stars and you could explain yeah. sort of how each star is sort of a, a person or each star is planet Earth. But it's like also like, do they, is this a child that's very young or a child who can like, who's been in, you know, who's in grade two or three, who's that's already true. started a, to understand the If a child that's very Earth. young, I would probably do some sort of like magical type explanation for it. Maybe it's a kid who's a little bit older, but I would still I would try to maybe put it like in a maybe a mystical story. of like, those are... You know, um, you know, I would maybe explain that our sun is a star. So you can think of it as all those different suns that might have other places like us surrounding them. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. can be very far away and we still get to see them. Um, that's how, you know, bold and powerful right. they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Um, something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you could definitely try to go back to like how special like the stars are, how beautiful the stars look mm-hmm. and how the, how yeah. the sky looks and, you and then even, tie it back to them, you know, how yeah. like cute and, you know, wonderful yeah. they are. Or you can a, even say too, kid. like um, you can kind of explain it in the sense of, you know, the same way that like we leave impressions on people's lives, stars leave impressions on us because some of the stars um, that we still see in the sky might not actually exist anymore by the time mm-hmm. that we're seeing them. Mm-hmm. But because the light the has still, you yep. know, um, yep. yeah. But it, you know, it still has taken so much time to travel that we still see them. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's basically it. So for guess, for yeah. from a, like a technical standpoint, for sure. I would love to see like how you know, telling like very young 
child who's so interested in like little things like yeah. that would be yeah. you know out camping and or whatever and they'd be like what's the what are, what are those yeah that's very cute mm-hmm. i like that yeah see that's that makes you want to have a kid right yeah <laughs> i yeah i don't know i think the fact that i didn't really know how to answer that question fully i mean that's the thing though it's it's sort of like your freestyle that like how many questions are you gonna have your kid ask that like you have an answer to like oh god, so many but like of them. Kids, I won't. Gonna, kids are gonna ask stupid questions in it in in a weird in a different setting. That might be a stupid question. Or not even that though too. But they seem to kids are so much more intuitive than we than we realize sometimes, mm-hmm. especially once you're an adult for a while, which is weird to think that we are. Um, excuse me, but yeah, once you're an adult for a while, you kind of get so wrapped up in the everyday that you know sometimes a kid will turn around and ask a question, and you go, "Huh? You know what?" a good point so true eh i've definitely heard that before they just like like, phrase it a certain way and you're like holy cow like aren't geese just cobra chickens like that's oh come on that's not what i mean but (laughs) it's like so it's so like randomly like profound and you're like you know what Maybe you should be teaching me, kiddo. Ah, uh, that, those are like that's like the TV show, movie type. Because then you like, don't like no, no, no. But like it happens in real life, and you're just oh, kind of yeah, like, how yeah. do how do I explain this to this child? Mm-hmm. This kid knows everything already. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how to how to or again, they they you know maybe they don't phrase it using the same words we would, but just in the you know the easiest language they can as kids. But it's like a serious question about like relationships or life, and it's like, oh damn, mm-hmm. how do I break this down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, thankfully I've never had a kid, you know, ask me those those crazy profound questions. Yeah. So yeah, never been in that spotlight before. But anyways, uh, once you're a conver- parent, that will change. I know they'll feel so you comfortable get the instinct. With you. Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to my friend at the, at the wedding, uh, old friend Michaela, and mm-hmm. she she just had a newborn. So I like we as conversation went, I was like, you are you are you experiencing those motherly instincts yet? She goes, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like they they came and it's just like you can't even explain what that is, but. Yeah. You definitely know that yeah. there's there's that all around yeah. you. So mm-hmm. oh, that was very cute. But yeah. Anywho, yeah. Thank you guys so much for checking out. Oh this my god, episode. is that the time already? I mean, do you want one more question? I mean, sure. All right, let's do it. One more question. Okay. Last but not Make least. Make it good. A lot of pressure. Um, how important is looking physically attractive to you? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound shallow, but it's definitely up there. Let's go one to ten. I like an eight, eight and a half, probably. Right. right. I, I say, know some I days like I'm not a winner at all. Whatsoever. I would say like a seven because it falls back down to something that I need to wrap my head around is that like you're not the center of attention as much as you think you are. So that, you know, that outfit that you're trying so hard to pick out or like the, you know, for women, for women and some men, the makeup you're trying to put on or uh-huh. the, the way you're just trying to like make yourself look in the mirror is not what people are seeing anyways. Yeah. So... It really doesn't matter. Like some people are going to look like you could look to yourself 10 out of 10 Mm. and some people either will brush it off or they have their own style and they think you look 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Like, you know what I mean? That's true. Um, And it's not even so much like finding my own, like for things like, um, you know, makeup and stuff. I do that for me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's fun. I like, you know, the different, you know eyeshadow colors and lipstick colors of course and no, no i can no, play around course, with like a bronze course. or a blush um i think it definitely is easier if you are across the board more objectively and generally attractive yeah more people are willing to acknowledge you listen to you um trust you yeah you do have a good point you know what i mean like we still live in a society that's very much you know 
based on outward appearance. Like if the more put together I look or even if it's like I'm in like comfy clothes, but it's in like more on trend style and, you know, I've got like my hair looking okay, my face put together, like someone's going to take me more seriously than just some scruffy looking person. You know You're 100% I mean? correct. There's no doubt about that. Like there's definitely a level of physical appearance, uh, appearance that you sort of have to possess to, you know, get through an average day without, yeah. you know, having somebody look at you funny. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's still that level, but I, I was, I guess I'm more so thinking about sort of the more extravagant of physical, you know, attraction or appearance that you have mm-hmm. to, to provide to, yeah. um, to get where you want or how like I'm part that really is. It's like, no, as long as you, as long as you have a nice shirt and nice pants without holes in them and you, you know, maybe you did your hair and you put moisturizer on, like as long as you've got that going, like no one, no one's going to look at you like. You, you just washed, walked out of uh, a mud pit or something. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. But it is important. I think it is important. Yeah. It also, it's, it's also to the, it's in the, it's, a, it's in the I eye mean, I'm sure. Holder. And it is like a confidence level too in how you, you know, and then that then affects how you walk about. Of course. Your life, right? Of course. Um, when you're feeling more objectively attractive, um, you're going to feel more confident in yourself and your relationships and how you hold your head up in the world. And right. Well, that's you know, what I say. And that kind of feeds into there. It's in the eye of the beholder because people are gonna have their own opinion how they look to themselves, yeah, and how they think others yeah. are gonna think they look, yeah. and then that person, the other people that around yeah. them, they're gonna look at them in a different way yeah. too. Yeah, I will say I definitely do give myself a lot more grace than I used to, for um, sure. For the days where I do feel and look a little more disheveled, yeah. Um, but yeah, never. Know. You're gorgeous always. Oh, stop it, you! I definitely have more style I have with my me right now. So I don't definitely talk have more style in my in my clothing these days. Uh, yeah. My my clothing choices, but you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent, no cap. That was all Ryan. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I but I like it. I like being being that on that level, you know. Yeah. Really, really, actually focusing. Yeah. On physical physical appearance. Yeah. Well, I think too when you feel kind of a sense of ownership on your style, mm-hmm. um, not even just like you know having a nice looking face or something. When you feel like you're owning, like you are comfortable and what you're wearing is flattering, like you kind of you own it a little bit more. Oh, so, by far. You know that's a part of physical appearance too, and yeah. I feel like it is kind of interconnected. You know, we are social creatures, and a part of of being social and being within society is you know the outward appearance and mass that we put towards others so um yeah i feel like that's always going to play an important role it's a sliding scale you know i say you know eight today i might say six or five tomorrow true Um, very true yep 100 percent. do for yourself though always yeah always do for yourself please and thanks and don't like don't make it the only way you evaluate yourself like i also am someone who um you know, ensuring that like I live each day doing my best to be fair and like kind and open to all people. Um, or at least, you know, it's a matter of like I was able to be there for somebody today mm-hmm. and listen to them to make a difference in their day. Um, it, there's other sliding scales or, you know, we had a really good day, you and I together. Right. And I felt like our relationship bonds, you know, let's say like had had solidified more or kind of grew more and we were able to nurture that. That's, you know, a different way I evaluate myself um, in like a form of accomplishment, things like that. Yeah. Um, so don't don't let physical appearance or pleasing others be the one single thing. Let it be kind of a connected network and, um, yeah. of, of ways that you kind of say, okay, I've, I've 
contributed to my own happiness or as well as other people's happiness Mm -hmm. because you also need to put yourself first 100 percent, 100 percent. put yourself first um make it make it an open-minded thing make make it progressive always yeah like if you're if you're you know you are one who's been stuck for a while in that in that mindset definitely um definitely find ways to to make it easier for you but for sure at the end of the day put yourself first always And that's your sign-off message. There you go. Um, this goes is so delicious. It is. It's it's very smooth drinking. It's very like smooth it. drinking. We love it so much. Um, but that's this week's episode of that's Let's it, Have a Drink. Guys. Um, thank you for joining in on these deep conversations. We hope they were deep enough for you. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any words to say? Getting real. No, no, no. Other than that, that um, a couple one of our images for this week's post is going to be from our new cellular devices. Oh yes, sir. We're super pumped about it. Yes, sir. We got new iPhones, the newest models. Yeah. Our cameras are crispier than crispier. a Krispy Kreme donut. I will say, I definitely um, mess with the the wide zoom. They, you can tell the difference. They are some pretty professional looking photos. It like adds a bit more dimension to we've, your photos. We've definitely so. been, we've caught ourselves. Yeah, I was kind of glad that that uh, upgrade time rolled around. And I'm excited to get some really nice photos for Lucas and Tessa's wedding. My brother's yeah. wedding. Yes, me too. Me too. Those are going to be really good ones. I'm really looking forward yeah. to that too. Um, we love you guys. Yes. Catch you guys next week. We have lots of stuff planned. Um, if you guys are new, check out our last week's episodes. Yeah. So many good so much good content. There's for you guys plenty enjoy. to catch up on. Friends. Lots to so catch up on. So if you want to hear more, please go take a look at those. Yep. I do apologize if um maybe our demeanor is a bit different on the previous episodes as we were still kind of finding our voices. Um, oh man, but- no no, that's the thing, is in the first episodes we actually were okay. It's just the trailer. The trailer's bad. We literally need to update trailer. that trailer. We talked about this the other day. Yeah, this is why I, bring I know up. that's what you referenced, but it's literally just the trailer. Um, but there's lots, yeah, lots of good content. Um, if you're a new listener, a new uh, whatever, uh, our our Instagram is still super close to 100 followers. Yeah. Uh, at have a drink podcast. Come check us out. Come give us a follow. Be the yeah, 100th friends. follower. You'll be uh, so loved. Yes. So, so loved. We'll send you a personalized message. Sure. Whoever that 100th follower is. Yeah. We love you guys so much, as I said already. We catch you guys next week. Peace.